Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Handyman Podcast. My name is Todd Gilbert. And I'm Brett Fortney. And we are back. Another episode here, uh, hanging out. Brett's rocking his pink shirt. His, uh, print pink. His print shirt. He had $19.99. Um, we went to breakfast this morning, me and the wife, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was I was thinking when I put this shirt on, I'm like, maybe, because I didn't know when I was getting dressed. I'm like, should I change my shirt? Just in case there's nah. children, because it's 1999, but you know, the one on the 1999, it's, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's we're, not a one. You know I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we're, we're, it's not a one, folks. Just like a little yeah. red Corvette is not about a car. Um, right. We're yeah, both yeah. dressed very colorful. Brett in his bright purple shirt. I got a bright, bright pink shirt on, rocking my yeah. Golden Girls t-shirt. Right, right. You know, That's represent. what kind of people we got, tell us that should just tell everybody right there who we are right there right brett's got a print shirt i got a golden girl shirt this is just it might be switched up it might be switched up you know it might be i might have a print shirt on you never know yeah might be rocking i I don't own one no oh i thought you did i'm sorry no i i did in before my apartment fire a few years ago and a lot of stuff got lost including my favorite michael jackson shirt too gone that's uh so uh what you been up to since uh we last spoke any uh new developments in uh in your world over there um well um waiting out snowstorms you know yeah we got the snowstorm coming up monday um i went to the dentist to get a filling put in there and Mm -hmm. uh that already scared me already because i'm just afraid of the dentist in general and then bill cosby didn't help no (laughs) i'd be with my family you know, <laughs> sorry, it out of the eighties over up. here. Sorry. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I went home and later on in the evening was looking for a snack. My daughter made these uh, pretzel rod with chocolate dipped on the ends of them. Oh, you know, they're yes. really good. I mean, one I'm like, oh, I must got a piece of chocolate caught in back there. Let me get it. Mm-hmm. And I went to scrape off the chocolate, and a piece of my tooth came out. Of oh my, my god! Just like popped out with it. Yeah, I mean, that's it was like good. I peeled the chocolate off and I peeled a piece of my tooth off. That's not uh, good. <laughs> and it's not it's not in the row in the, where the filling was because that's yeah. in the bottom row. But it is on the same side. It's on the right. And I'm thinking, did I just maybe when I got home, I had a sandwich and stuff. And like, was I just eating too hard with my, you know, not knowing because I couldn't feel anything that I was doing while I was eating. You're just getting maybe all primitive was, and like eating like a wild animal. And yeah, because Laura always <laughs> Oh, she just told me that day too. She's like, "Just slow down. You don't have to eat so fast." And I'm like, "I'm just eating my." <laughs> so, but yeah. So now I have a hole in my tooth in the back of my mouth. Oh, it wow. doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It's just very weird, and I don't feel right having a hole in the tooth. Um, just hanging out like I am with the hole in my tooth, I feel weird. But I don't guess I don't shouldn't have to go until it starts to hurt. I guess. I, I mean, what to do? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you want to wait until it sucks, it. you know. Well, no, I hate the dentist. I told you this, right? Right. The thing that was done on Monday has been months in the preparation stage. Oh, <laughs> found, okay. But a while to get in to do, you know, to go to the dentist just because I'm afraid of everything like that. And, uh, but, um, so I'm going to just monitor it. If there's sure. any pain that starts happening, because I did have some pain there a few months ago in that area. And maybe it was just my tooth dying, and um, and now it doesn't hurt. It's just oh, very okay. strange. 
very strange. But anyway, that was that was one of the big things that happened with me this week. I've just been watching uh, <laughs> some street shows on TV and stuff. I've been trying to start some new ones. And I probably shouldn't start too many new ones at the same time is what I'm starting to realize. That's yeah. my problem. There's so many great stuff things out there that I want to watch. And I don't know where to start. And if I start all of them, I'm not going to finish any of them. Cause yeah. you know how you know how it is. If you watch a bunch of them, you get exhausted fast. You know. Yeah. Um, so I've been watching the thing I started, and I started because it's a limited series. It's on A and E, and it's called Secrets of Playboy. Yes, I've been watching that and too. It's all about the stuff that went on behind closed doors with Hugh Hefner and everything. And yes, man, I, 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 I can't say I'm surprised. That that's not the right term. Um, I'm disappointed to find out that it was a lot worse than the world thought it was. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes me sad that like he used all of his influence to just gaslight and abuse women for freaking 50 years. Like it's, it's gross. And, and the worst part is you've got like, the girlfriends that are coming forward and saying all the things that have happened and all the other girls are backing him up and girls that were with him before those girls are saying, Oh yeah, that's how he was. And all this other stuff. Then you've got four or five of his quote unquote friends in the same special saying that the dude was an angel and never did anything wrong. And he was just a sweet old man. Yeah. And it's like, come on guys, come on. Like 20 different girls are all saying the exact opposite of what you're saying. It's probably true, dude. Like, Ugh. I know. I thought that you see that some of these people that are in defense of Hefner, um, mm. a lot of these people are his like either golfing buddies or somebody that's high up that worked for him that's in like yeah. management position. Mm-hmm. And I know that they have nothing to do with the with the, the family has nothing to do because no. they always say that right at the beginning of each episode. That yeah, the, the family, Hefner family has nothing to do with Playboy anymore. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what they still would be hanging on to. Maybe just the legacy that he started it. And, you know, it's very disappointing for me. I mean, you know, it was liberating at 18 for my mom to get me. I thought it was very cool to get me Playboy subscription. Well, because it wasn't just naked women. It was. No, that's what I Yeah, it was the articles. Right. Yeah. Album reviews, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And even the pictures, like, yeah, the, the women are nude or whatever, but. It was always like really tasteful and really oh, like like art, artistically done. You yeah. know what I mean? As opposed to Hustler, where you know a girl just has like you know you a can bottle much in her butt. The, you know, like which, right? You pretty much. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, at least in Playboy, it was classy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to find out that the person running it was not classy at all is yeah is sad. It really is. And, you know, I was watching it with my wife and she was kind of disappointed in the show that women could be men or that they could go in knowing she thinks that women would really already know. They would already feel like they would know what they're going to get into and why would they do that? And I told her, I've said, it's kind of like a cult. You know, you have this guy sure. that's going to probably do, you know, fame and fortune and yeah. And, know a spot in the magazine and and all this stuff and it's the same thing as anything that that the cult or like uh some kind of club that you know well it's the same as the harvey weinstein thing you know here's this 
big mega mogul movie guy who promises these women the world that you know you're going to be a movie star and be a billionaire yeah. and you're going to be in all the cool stuff and be invited to all the hot stuff and all this other stuff all you got to do is do horrible sex things with my sleazy gross yeah. ass and you know it's not that they know abuse is going to happen it, I'm, I'm just speaking from what i think right i think no, they're they're kind of blinded by the bright lights and the cool mm -hmm. stuff and yeah. these people are master manipulators they've been doing it for so long they know just the right thing to say to mm -hmm. trick these poor girls into doing what they want and even mm -hmm. if you know there was some things known about hefner back in the day most of it was just you know rumor and circumstance and or circumstantial i'm sorry and yeah. it was never really confirmed you know what i mean so mm -hmm. some girls are probably like oh that's just rumors he seems like a nice guy to me and then you yeah. know two years later surprise it uh it was true but then it's too late you know they've already been brainwashed they're already stuck there you know it's well, well i it's think horrible. some of the girls right i think some of the girls though too might not want to speak out too because they don't know what they're going to get into by speaking out against the i mean this is back in the day i'm not talking about now I mean, well yeah like he's back... dead now so there's nothing anybody no, yeah. can do but back then he had some high-powered people on his side you know and there were people that ended up dying and stuff and mm -hmm. you know you can't prove any of that stuff but you know you don't know you know he could have he could have had some henchmen out there to you know yeah. stifle some some of the stuff that was going on back then you don't I'm know on, uh, just... i'm on episode three or four i think it is uh it's called the yeah. cleanup crew yeah yeah that's when i and just it's getting watched. crazy but uh that's one. yeah one more thing about that i was going to say is that when yeah. i gotta say when i was showing my wife this it was the very first episode that we were watching it was the first week and i said oh i really wanted to watch this i remember you know saving it and everything so here it was i forgot and it was i'm like let's watch this and then she was doing, you know, just kind of doing other things. And I think if she would have continued to watch it, it's it's showing all the different sides now. Before, at the very beginning, it was kind of one-sided. But now it's showing every side. And you're seeing what the truth is now. When you see both sides, in my opinion, you know, when they say there's always three sides of every story, yours, mine, and the truth. When sure. you get all three of those together, you get both sides. And you get to kind of, like, figure it out yourself. Yeah. And I think that. I just don't know. I'm, I was kind of thinking, too, like, I'm not really sure why this isn't kind of blowing up like the R. Kelly thing did, because it feels the same way that I feel like people should be talking about this. Like, it's a big, well, unless because, everybody knew about it. Well, no, you know. I think it's because, sadly, he's not around to, to pay for it. He's not, <laughs> he's not here to have justice served and him, you know, get in actual trouble. Like, most of this, unfortunately, came out after he died so yeah you know yeah. The, the women the survive the 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 survivors and that are all they're writing books and they're getting yeah. the story out there but sadly he will never have to pay for what he did and yeah. that's i think that's why we're not hearing about it as much whereas r kelly yeah. he's sitting in prison and he ain't ever getting out right you know right <laughs> thank oh, yeah. god but uh um, yeah. man yeah. so yeah, that I I've been watching that. I really want to watch the new uh, Pam and Tommy. Oh yeah, the Pamela and Pamela Anderson Tommy Lee thing. I've heard that's really good. I haven't watched it yet. Um, we've yeah. been watching Handmaid's Tale, which I've never seen until recently, and yeah. that show is in freaking incredible. I hear that it is. I hear that it is. Yeah, it's sure. really depressing. 
it's <laughs> really intense. Like there's a, sometimes I can only watch one episode maybe and I got to take a break because mm-hmm. it gets, it gets, it's, uh-huh. it's hardcore intense. Um, yeah, but it's really, really well done. And Elizabeth Moss is fantastic. She's always really great. Um, and it's, it's great. And the other thing we did is we, <clears throat> we recently like took a bunch of movies we haven't watched. Like my girlfriend and I each have a pretty huge collection of movies like you do. <clears throat> and you know how it is. Like sometimes you'll go buy a bunch of movies, but then you don't watch them right away. Sure. So I bought like three recently, two or three. Um, and a couple of them, I got the new Resident Evil movie, mm. which is based on the video games for the first yeah. time. The other movies were not like the games at all. Um, and I got M. Night Shyamalan's new movie called Old. Mm. And we watched that the other day, and that movie is phenomenal. It's really, really? I didn't good. about this one. It's, I hadn't heard a thing about it, and I went to Walmart the other day. And was looking through the Blu-rays because Walmart has great deals on movies once in a while. And yeah. they had Spiral, which is the new Saw spinoff, mm-hmm. for like 12 bucks on Blu-ray. And then this movie was sitting right next to it. And it was $14. And I'm like, what is this? And it had just come out. But, you know, pandemic and everything, it wasn't in theaters. So it came out video on demand and then just on Blu-ray. And it's unfortunate because it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's I, I wouldn't say it's like sixth sense as far as yeah. like level of um um uh, storytelling, but yeah. the movie is done really well. The premise is great. Um without a spoiler, the basic the basic premise is there's this family that goes on a vacation to a foreign island, like a resort, you know? Yeah. And they're taken to this other island, and on this island Something is going on on the island that makes everybody that's on it go through their entire lifespan in a single day. Oh. Like they age their entire life in the span of like a day. Wow. It's, and I mean, I won't tell you anything else because anything else will just ruin it, but it's really good. It's really good. Nice. I've been watching them. A couple new shows, like I said, I'm putting myself out there too much. I just need to finish up. See, what I do is like I start like, the, a few months ago, we started. I started watching the uh, the um, Righteous Gemstones. I started yeah. watching that. So that's a weekly thing. So yeah. I think they might be on hiatus for a minute. So that's good. <laughs> but um, they still got the the last seven of the Ozarks. I'm waiting on. So I'm waiting on that. But in the meantime, I just started uh, inventing Anna. On uh, you know what's okay. the girl from Ozark? I can't remember what's her name again. Um, from what the Ozark. That is now. Oh, I'm not sure. You know the. Um, I've never seen uh, Ozark though, so. Haven't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm watching that. I'm just starting that, and I just started uh, After Party. Also, uh, I've heard no, that's good. The After Party is on Apple TV, and Inventing mm-hmm. Anna's on Netflix. But uh, yeah. the After Party, uh, the concept of that is it's a high school reunion. There's about ten or fifteen people that, after the reunion, go to one of the people's house for an after party and the guy's house that they go to is um he's now become a recording star and a movie star and so he's like the famous guy and they all go to his house and something happens and then they all get interviewed by the police and each episode is their version of the oh. events that leading up to what happened and it's so it's interviewing every guest i'll check you know. that out it sounds that sounds interesting it really is. It's a comedy, though. It's a. 
because I was trying to tell it to Lauren. She said, my wife, and she's like, I thought I heard it. I thought it was a comedy. And I'm like, it is. It's one of those, you know, it's kind of dark at times. Like a dark comedy, know? sort of. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, as 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 my girlfriend calls them, a dramedy. Yes. I like to say that word, too. Yeah. I was going to bring that up, but I didn't know if. Great minds think ever... alike, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, the last oh, thing we, we watched. Watch... Oh, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I no, you first. Yeah. You first. I, go. I just had a tough. Okay. The uh, <laughs> "Marry Me" and Laura watched "Marry Me" on Valentine's Day from uh, oh. Jennifer Lopez, and How it was that? really good. I think it was really good. It's uh, the rom com. You know, mm-hmm. that's what made me think about that. The rom com is coming back. You know, and it's got um, it's not you know, brain science. It's not you know, it's not so you know you. It's just a rom com. It's very simple. Right. It's not them. like an intense like Schindler's List kind of movie or anything. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just, <laughs> they're not trying to win an Oscar with this. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. 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 It's you know it, it's a really good movie though. It's uh for what it is, and she's a you know famous singer, and you know, and uh, Owen Wilson is not Owen Wilson. Did I say Owen Wilson? You did. Yeah, it's Owen Wilson, right? Yeah. There's, no, there's two. There's Owen, and there's oh the Luke other Owen. One. Luke, yeah. So yeah, this one was Owen Wilson. Yeah. No, we for Valentine's Day we watched uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, oh, which I had never seen, and it's really good. No. Um, Emma Emma Watson from Harry Potter, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and Ezra Miller, who is now the Flash in uh, the DC mm-hmm. movie universe, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, great movie. Um, yeah. so next up, I'd like to talk about um. Since we last talked, the Super Bowl happened. Yeah. Now, you and I are not people that sports. We don't sports. <laughs> not really. But not we really. do music. And mm-hmm. the halftime show for music fans is always a really big deal. It's always, you know, how are they going to top last year? Is the, you know, is it even going to be as good as last year? Has is anybody ever going to top Prince? Spoiler alert, no. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I think that was the best halftime show there ever was, in my opinion. I think yeah. Prince's halftime yeah. show was so good. It's just yeah. so good. Um, my favorites were probably his, U2, and uh, I really enjoyed Paul McCartney's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he had the little stage in the middle, and they all just had their own little stages and stuff. That was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this year, we saw hip-hop finally get to be represented in a very powerful way. And it was very much the roots of, I don't want to say the origins of hip hop because that's not accurate, but the roots of 90s hip hop. Mm-hmm. The West well, Coast. The West Coast. Yeah. You got, you had Dr. Dre, you had Snoop Dogg, you had Mary J. Blige, you had mm-hmm. 50 Cent, who came in later, of course, and you had Eminem. Uh, mm-hmm. Eminem being the, um, the, uh, go. No, well, <laughs> yes, yes, that too being um discovered I'm, i can't think of the word being discovered and brought forth by dr dre so like mm-hmm. eminem being the next generation brought forth by the generation bef- that performed Before. also yes. and it was so cool man the minute that that thing rose and the music started i was instantly transported back to the 90s in my head yeah. you know what i mean especially yeah. when nothing but a g thing starts and you're yeah. just like oh and then they busted out yep. California Love, mm-hmm. and it was really mm-hmm. cool. I wondered how they were going to do it because Tupac starts yeah. the song. Well, there ain't yeah. no Tupac. I'm like, is M going to come out and do Tupac's part? That'd be weird. But they just yeah. skipped and went right to Dre's part, which was cool. But yeah, um, 
and i just thought you know, it was both? great eminem doing lose yourself and yeah. and he sounded great you know they were all rapping live which i thought was cool um the music of course and everything's always pre-recorded the super bowl is always everybody always mimes it and the only thing live is usually the microphones um yeah. but eminem has been live for a long time i i saw him at comerica park years ago with jay-z and you could totally tell he was live. Like he he doesn't lip sync. He's no, I, he's that good live. He's that good. You know how we you know how we do this though. I really think that a lot of it because I saved and watched it a couple of times where the microphone would move away from their mouth, but they still be you still hear it. I think they were doing over their own tracks, which, yes. which rappers do a lot. Yes, they are, I mean, if they stop for a second because they got to breathe, it's still going to go. But they are rapping. right. They are just rapping else yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely i think so, 50 cent was doing that um yeah. eminem i don't think was but his song yeah. isn't as um like there's spots for him to breathe easier in that song yeah but i thought dre um, sounded incredible especially i mean if you think about it i saw this this uh meme that said uh mary j blige has been sober for 14 years eminem has been sober for 12 or 13 years and mm -hmm. Dr. Dre just survived a brain hemorrhage. Yeah. And I forgot they went out and did the damn Super Bowl. Like, and the set was cool. You know, just a bunch of houses and like the band were rocking in living rooms and stuff. And Anderson Pack I mean, playing drums with no mics on them, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. He didn't even try, though, man. He didn't even try to look like he was playing the regular stuff that was going. He really did. I thought he kind of looked like he was playing. He did. Well, there were times um, that there was like a big snare thing, and he was over like on a ride symbol. I'm like, come on, man, you couldn't practice the show, the set first. <laughs> no, but there was a couple times where you actually heard him doing what he was doing on mic, just because I think the mics from the oh, we're the, like the right rap, up on it, yeah, yeah. You would hear a couple, you know, crashes that he was doing, or well, especially when or... everybody gathered together because the microphones were all around him in their hands, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I gotta say, I gotta give a shout out. We didn't mention, you know, Kendrick Lamar is a, you know, newer oh, guy. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god, he was a, so good. He's a Dre prodigy too. Is that yeah. the word you're looking for? for prodigy. Thank you, prodigy. Word? Yes, thank you. That's what I was. That just for. came to mind. So the prodigy, uh, Kendrick was, you know, for him coming him. up and produced by, you know, and he's very. He won a Pulitzer surprise, uh, Pulitzer Prize, right? like maybe two ago. Yeah. Um, so. Way. so and he, he's he's been on u2 stuff he's been he's on eminem stuff he's mm -hmm. like uh the marshall mathers lp2 uh kendrick yeah. on that um yeah. i love his style and his stuff and it, 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 it the reason i mentioned this is this is a topic i, I kind of wanted to talk to you about because you and i are in of the same mind on a lot of this stuff um we we get a bunch of old people and by old people i don't mean literally old people i mean in their heads um complaining about the halftime show that it wasn't music mm. you get yeah. people going that you still get the rap is garbage and it's not music and well i wanted to see artists out there what's all this crap a bunch of people just saying stuff into a microphone i don't even understand half the words blah 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 and it really like struck me this year because it's it's something that's been weighing on my head a lot lately, and that is like, who's to say what is and what isn't musical or art? Well, you know what I mean. I, I, yeah, I was just thinking about that. The way you said that made me think of 
my whole life pretty much from from being a dj i can never never not one time in my whole life can i please more than five people at the same time musically um so so it's just the bigger version of that and and i've got to realize and i do this to myself still to this day i still do the god you know like why doesn't everybody just like what i'm doing it's you know and i don't Mm -hmm. understand why can't i please everybody at the same time it just doesn't work like that there's too many differences in everybody you know musically whatever so i feel like i'm just used to i'm used to that i'm used to people bitching about who's going to be playing the super bowl because if it's sure if it's not you know, but you're not talking to some biker that works at the shop and Kid Rock's not on the uh, bill for the Super Bowl, but he's yeah. going to be pissed. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just certain people that like certain kinds of music that will never be pleased with anything in the total show. Yeah. I think football is, um, you know, there's just so many people. It's just really hard mm-hmm. to pick out who's going to be, you know, so next year we'll give them, you know, maybe a return of Aerosmith or something. But this year or maybe we we'll have, get like Foo Fighters or something, yeah. you know, but... <laughs> We always got next year you know yeah i mean because there's been years you know we've had so much uh versatility we've had yeah. like michael jackson do the halftime we've had mm-hmm. justin timberlake we had the one year that it was aerosmith and in sync together that was weird and britney, britney spears, spears and uh <laughs> and mary j blige again yeah um yeah. mary's been on the super bowl halftime show a couple times now um yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought Justin Timberlake's halftime show was phenomenal. Even him doing a Prince song was super cool. It was beautiful yeah. ones he did, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. But for me, like, I've always... I've always been of the mind that a good song is a good song. It doesn't yes. matter the style, the genre, who's singing it, or whatever. For me, if it if it reaches me in some way... To me, that's art and that's musical. Um, yeah. There's still instruments going. And for people that don't think rap has instruments in it, I got news for you. It does. Um, a lot of stuff might be compressed or processed or whatever. But most of Dre's stuff, for example, are all live musicians. Mm-hmm. Dre is playing those keyboards. There is a drummer playing mm-hmm. those beats. There are bass players. If you look in the album credits and everything, there are live musicians it's just yeah. mixed in a way to sound, you know, like like hip hop, you know. Um, mm-hmm. James Brown's drummer, for example, is one of the most sampled drummers in the world, but that's a live drum mm-hmm. kit. Mm-hmm. Isn't it Funky yeah. Drummer? That's the, the one that everybody yeah. samples? Yeah. yeah. So for me, and this goes to all different art forms. This goes to photography, illustration, painting, music, um, television, everything. There are so many different styles now and so many different avenues that so many different people can try just because it might not be your cup of tea, the particular thing or whatever, doesn't mean it's not artistic and worth merit. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I yeah. think, for example, everybody that was on that stage, with the exception of 50 Cent, maybe, um, and that's just because I don't know much of his um, stuff, you know, mm. they all had poignant powerful things to say with their music mm-hmm. dr dre you know spoke about a lot of the real life racial struggles going on in america in the 90s that a lot of people didn't talk about you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. um snoop as well and eminem you know comes uh, comes in 
<clears throat> and he's talking about issues of the world and he's talking about politics and he's talking about you know mental health and he's talking about all these other all these other, it's not just bitches and hoes and shooting up your neighborhood like some like everybody likes to pretend that rap only is he he I mean, comes out fun. with real real stuff you know what yeah. i mean and it was just to me it was like when you don't say when you say that it's not music you know when the music when when the lights go out and the music starts if that makes you feel something right from the beginning and you hear that beat and you just start like either bouncing or or something happens to your body that's when you know it's you know it's something that's hitting you personally and yeah but i know that that hit me like that and it hit a lot of people I get a lot of people that come up to me that want me to make them CDs and stuff like that. And it's always the nineties hip hop stuff. It's always, you know, the no diggities and the pony and all them songs. They're all, and that's a time what this music was from most of it anyway. And that's yeah. it's people in there mm, right around your age, 40, 45 ish that, uh, that this is, this is your music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Partially. Yeah. I mean, in, in high school, I was definitely listening to this kind of stuff um, yeah. in college. Sorry, because I'm old. Um, you know, and I agree with you. You know, when we saw Eminem at Comerica Park, he was the second act. So Jay-Z was first and Eminem was second because they were in Detroit. Uh, yeah. When they went to New York for the other two shows, it was Eminem opening and Jay-Z was the headliner. Yeah. But the second the lights came down and I think the first song was Won't Back Down and yeah. those chords hit and the lights went out you got goosebumps yeah it was an experience you felt it you know so to yeah. discredit people that just because it's not the kind of music that they grew, that they love it's not real music bullshit yeah yeah bullshit i say yeah, you, can, <laughs> you can play pots and pans and make it music i mean you know right um, um that's you know like that self album that i've continuously talked about over and over again that's so all good. done on instruments, toy instruments, and it's it, it still has the feeling that I'm wanting to. F if that album sounded like okay, but it didn't make me feel something, then I just go, oh, whatever. But no, you actually <laughs> feel something. It's somebody. It's something from when a person does something with an instrument or with something that puts like the love through or whatever. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's not like all mechanical. You can actually hear. You can hear the love in a song sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was put into. Yeah, absolutely. I know it sounds, but I believe that I really do. I do too. And you know, like you said, you can't please everybody all the time. But to discredit a, a genre altogether just because yeah. it's not maybe what you listen to is not fair, right? You know, right? Um, it really better if you can open up your mind a little bit and understand that. You know, I even like you know country songs, and mm -hmm. my wife. Oh my God, country songs. I'm like, no, just think of like the Eagles in 73, where they were like a country rock slash kind of a band. Like, yep. and then you saw what they became afterwards. Like, we're not giving these artists chance to chances like we did with the Eagles. These people, you don't know. I mean, these are great. This, this new country genre that's coming through is so top 40. And I know people hate that. I know people hate that, but that's what they're going to have to do to get more people into it. That's what it's always been with even back in the day with like Elvira and yeah. some of these other country songs that were coming well, and out. Now the... you've got like Chris Stapleton, who's, you yeah. know, incredible. 
uh garth brooks is still putting out music like mm -hmm. there are there's good artists in every genre you just got to know where to yep. look right um lastly the for today the last uh subject i wanted to touch on um was today i saw for the first time the trailer for the new elvis movie oh have you seen that the trailer for the no. elvis biopic oh you gotta watch it after this so this movie has been in the making for a while and it stars tom hanks tom hanks is playing colonel tom parker yeah, i remember this now yeah and um the guy playing elvis is uh what's his name it's butler is his last name gerard no i'll have to look it up but uh it looks amazing it, it's yeah. it has that austin butler that's his name austin butler okay. plays elvis okay. um it it looks on par as bohemian rhapsody oh okay and a, a mutual friend of ours uh virgil brewer went to the screening of it a little while ago yeah um the, like in before the movie comes out they do like the test screenings and stuff yeah yeah and he said it's probably the best biopic he's ever seen and apparently they do the singing much like bohemian rhapsody where yeah. some of it is elvis's voice some of it is the actor and some of it is another yeah. voice actor yeah so they can make it authentic kind of but the trailer yeah the trailer looks like it spans his whole life in the trailer it oh. goes from him as a kid uh going to tent revivals and to you know the vegas years i'll say i won't body shame him i'll just say the vegas years just, of Elvis. Yeah, yeah. um and tom hanks is in so much prosthetics <clears throat> uh to look like tom parker and yeah. it, it just it just looks incredible it looks so good and it comes out that. is it next month i think or two months oh really that's yeah. just weird i haven't heard, i mean i heard about that i remember oh i'm sorry june 24th june 24th okay. is when it comes out i remember when they were talking about a couple of years ago you know with tom mm -hmm. hanks and everything but then i just kind of forgot about it and it's just kind of weird that it's popped up now and it's already only coming out in a month or a couple months or march april may june okay three months yeah this has been in the works for 10 years wow 10 years they've been trying to get this wow and yeah it's finally coming and it looks it looks so good and i i'm really excited about it i we need to go to the theater and and see that when it comes out yeah for sure. saying. i'll pop well, a mask what... on and sit in the crowd i don't care we'll we'll rock this yeah um they were you know how we do we go to that matinee so there might be two or three other people there when we saw straight out of compton back to dre for a second mm -hmm. <laughs> when we saw that do you remember that we were probably only three or two of maybe six people in the whole place that when we yeah saw i that. saw it twice i saw it the first time with you and then mm -hmm. i went with a bunch of friends to see it again like two three days later and we went at night and it was yeah. packed way different yeah oh yeah and it's a different experience both are great but it's a different experience either way. yeah i understand the differences but in my you know right now my... i don't want to sit in a packed theater i'm good on that's what i'm saying I, with <laughs> everything going being maybe a little older i just don't like a lot of commotion i'm trying to watch a movie right and i don't i just don't i we've been at home so much watching tv and movies where we've been able to um control the outside 
you know, noises that happen um, yeah. that I'm really used to watching a TV movie show, whatever. And just kind of in my own little private, you know, without having a whole bunch of people making noises and getting up and getting in front of me while I'm trying to, you know, get up for them as they have to go to the bathroom or get more popcorn. Yeah. I guess, well, I guess, I guess I'm getting really old in my old age. <laughs> I love the kind, I mean, I do love the uh, going to a theater or movie to see the movie and a movie, theater, but um, mm-hmm. I'm not so opposed. We've talked about this many times, but I'm not so opposed to just seeing it on, on cable either. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I think it looks great too. I'm I'm I'm, gonna, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it for we're gonna see it together for sure. Heck yeah, I'll send you the trailer when we're done with this. You can check it out. Oh my god, it looks it looks great. Okay. Um and so uh, we got one last thing we're gonna do before we wrap up today's episode. It's the thing we always do. We look back on today in history and see if there's any historical things that happened in uh today in history february 23rd 1940 mm-hmm. walt disney's animated movie pinocchio was released on oh. this day in 1940 that's my favorite disney movie too oh really i just love the whole story i just he's a little boy and he wants to be a real boy and all that stuff i just love it i love the music i got no strings to hold me down i love that right there ain't nothing wrong with that. When you wish upon a star, come on. You know? Oh, yeah. Freaking Jiminy Cricket from comes that. from that, man. Yes. What a, what a classic. Anyway, yeah. Love that um, movie. February 23rd, 1954. The first mass inoculation against polio mm. with the uh, Jonas Salk vaccine took place mm-hmm. at Arsenal Elementary School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's right. A massive vaccine was rolled out with very little... Uh, information about it beforehand and people did it to save lives weird huh hmm. weird. yeah it happened before folks that's right it happened before anyway i'm gonna get off that now and in february 23rd 1999 we were talking about him mm-hmm. in a minute ago on this day february 23rd 1999 eminem's first album the slim shady lp was released oh my gosh i love that album Right. It was released and won the Grammy for Best Rap Album the following year. Mm. Songs like My Name Is, Guilty Conscience, 97 mm-hmm. Bonnie and Clyde. Yes. Great, 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 uh, great record. Kim, is Kim on there? Yep. Yep. I think Kill You is on that one, too. I could be and wrong, though. That may be the next one. Women with the Fishies on it? Yep. Yep. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then finally, on this day in 2009, my kids were born. That's right. Oh, really? <laughs> on your children's birthday. February 23rd, 2009 was the birthday wow. of my children's. Isn't that sweet? So your kids are 13? <sighs> yeah. Who did that? Ugh, can... <laughs> I'm old. Yeah. <sighs> wow. They're 13, though? Yeah. yeah. And they're already starting <laughs> to act like teenagers. God help us. Doesn't seem like they could. I know that sounds so. When people say that, I'm like, oh, of course, whatever. But really, I feel like I don't think your kids should be that old. I don't I feel either. Like they should be like almost 10. Right. Nine, 10, man. 13 hmm. years, man. Where did the time Jesus. go? I know it. <sighs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode today. Um, 
but uh yeah definitely we want you to check out the trailer to the new elvis flick it looks awesome if you haven't I seen will. the super bowl halftime show jump on youtube and check that out i thought it was cool yes um that was very good. and check out the shows like- we were talking about we love turning people on to new stuff yeah one more show though i watched last night a documentary it's gonna be a three-parter and i watched the first part last night night it's called genius it's j-e-e-n dash Y-U-H-S. It's a documentary about Kanye West with oh, his per- no, it's his personal friend that had been documenting, documenting him from the very beginning. And so you see from his very beginnings and he's, I think, you know, this is going to help him a little bit maybe what people are thinking about him because... Until episode three when the cheese slides far off the cracker and he goes nuts. I know. <laughs> I know. This first, oh, I mean, because I always did I really did appreciate him when he, I mean, his first album to me was very, very good too. He's an he 808 and Heartbreak is a great album too. I know his first three or four are just really good. But anyway, mm-hmm. there's, just buy, just, just watch part of it. See if you don't maybe uh, feel a little thing for, for a uh, yay <laughs> when he, when, when you do. Right. Isn't that uh, his name now? Yay. Yay. Yeah. <sighs> yee. Yee. That's what or I call Yee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you've enjoyed this episode, please uh, jump over to Facebook and find us on Facebook and give our page a like. If there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about on the show, please leave it in the comments or send us a message. As always, we'd love to talk about anything and everything because yep. what the hell not for? It's a podcast, you know. Right. <laughs> so until next time, I am Todd Gilbert. I am Brett Fortney. And we will see you all on the flip side. Toodles. Toodles.